0: Greetings, Darbal Battle Royer.
1: today we are discussing the Space Wolves. The Space Vikings. Yes.
0: Yes, and their glorious Viking Primarch. Wolf Wolf. Wolf Lord. <laughs> wolf Lord Lehman Russ.
1: Yes. I believe that so, Lehman is also wolf
0: in another language. Wouldn't be surprised. He sounds <laughs> like he works at IKEA full time. <laughs> Good point. Okay, he is the Wolf Lord, he is the Space Viking, he is the Great Wolf. He is the Le- the Primarch of the Space Wolves, Space Marine Legion. And along with this, he likes wolves. A lot. A lot. Way too much.
1: Way too much. Well, he was raised by them, so one yes, would yes, assume yes. that that would kind yes. of have a, have a certain effect on him.
0: So, skipping ahead, going back, going backwards to that skip ahead point. Yes. We are. Well, let's talk about Lehman landing on Fenris. Yes. So, Lehman Russ, the sixth son of the Primarch, was known as the Emperor's Executioner in later times. Um, how he got that name, hmm, not sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see, the, th- there's very, very, very hinted at that Lehman had to um, put down two of his brothers, or at <coughs> least one of his brothers. Those being the second legion and the whatever the other number was, twelve? Twelve? I believe so. Uh, which are completely redacted in, in Imperium history. So you know, Lehman's called the ex and the Emperor's executioner, two of the Emperor's sons got executed. It's openly referred to that, that Leman would have to execute other Primarchs <laughs> that stating is- that the fact that he already did it. Yes. So, yeah, so it's it's very, 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 very likely that Lehman Russ is the, re- is the reason why there are two less Primarchs in the Warhammer 40,000 universe. Huh. Fun fact, the Lehman Russ tank, it's named after Lehman Russ.
1: <laughs> because at some point, Lehman Russ, Viking, and Ultimate Space Furry had yes. something to do with the creation of a tank.
0: Yeah. Which is amazing. Amazing. That is something. Yes. Yes. So, like we mentioned, Lehman Russ, the sixth son, landed on the planet of Fenris after they all got kidnapped by the gods of chaos. Uh, Fenris was a cold, frozen world, uh, which was perpetually stuck in the Viking Age. Untrue. So, Brief aside,
1: according to Lexicanum, yeah. there would be points in the summer where volcanoes would just happen.
0: I stand corrected. That is very much not what I thought Fenris was. So in the summer, apparently, the planet will go through Ragnarok, where...
1: That's thematic. In the short summer months, when the planet is closest to the sun, the planet's crust would be broken, burning great areas with lava flows, churning the seas, and causing massive tidal waves. It is during these months, referred to as the time of fire and water, that the whole of the planet changes its form islands are both destroyed and created in entirety, upheaving homes made during the winter and resulting in the population becoming once again nomadic barbarian tribes.
0: So every Ah. summer, Ragnarok would just happen. Very thematic. And this this fucking cataclysmic summer event that happens every year yeah. um, would lead to uh, harder space marine recruits, I suppose. Yes. It was a death world, I might also mention. It was a literal death world, just yes. like Caliban had the weird fucking chaos monsters. Fenris was a weird fucking death world with yes. ice and fire, so... I feel
1: like it's inaccurate to call it Viking Land. It's more like if you took all of the... Th- like, if you distilled Amon Marth to its purest, like Vikings were so cool and awesome, and they killed a bunch of really cool things, and Jormungandr, and trolls, and shit, you took yeah. all that Viking metal, and he put that on a planet. Because there, there is talk of mountains, and giant lava krakens, and wolves the size of horses. <laughs> oh my. So yes, hey. it's a very, very, very horrible place.
0: I would very much not like to live there, thanks. Yes.
1: <laughs> there are shape-shifting yes. monster creatures also mentioned in the same page. <laughs> at, oh, a, it is a single continent. <clears throat> at the planet's north pole is a single continent called Osaheim that alone is unaffected by the time of fire and water. This is the only location that the great many of the planet's unique creatures can survive. These include snow trolls, shape-shifting doppelgangers. And massive worms, spelled with a Y, because fantasy, that okay. burrow the landscape. The deadliest of all these creatures is the Fenrisian wolf. A wolf that I assume is very big and terrifying.
0: So big yes. that some fan art, some fucking hedonistic fan art, oh no. would, f- would depict these space marines. Um, oh no. Relating to oh. these wolves. Right, yes,
1: I forgot. The internet is a cold, dark, horrible place. Yes, and that is what they...
0: happens to the sons of Russ who fall to chaos. Yes. Uh, fun fact, though, there is, there is very, 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 very few space wolves that have ever fallen to chaos. Um, So much, whether that's fucking because they come from a planet like you just described, or because the um, the uh, gene seed of Lehman Russ is so fucking, like... It scares chaos off so much that um literally the current great wolf i believe the title is the, like the quote unquote chapter master yeah. uh because the space wolves aren't even close chapter compliant by the way um uh, the current great wolf loken grimnar mm-hmm. literally has a demon axe that is like a gift from corn that he ripped from the, the hands of, like, a bloodthirster. Right. And he uses the demon axe without corruption, without signs of corruption.
1: Well, well we can come back to... I have, a, I have my own opinion on this, but we can come back to that later once we talk a little bit more about the Space Wolves. But before we talk about the Space Wolves, let's talk a little bit more about Lehman Russ and his okay. horrible, terrible power metal ballad that was his life.
0: Yes, so upon landing on the planet of Fenris, uh, Lehman, uh, didn't see people. There were no people around. Uh, what there was, was a mother wolf. And Lehman was quickly adopted into her wolf pack. And she, he was literally raised as a wolf. Isn't that something? Yes. Like, you read stories about these feral children, like, lost in the fucking, like, in, like, the Appalachian Mountains yes. and in the Rockies. Yeah. Like, raised by wolves. Lehman Rust was literally raised by a wolf. That is the size of a fucking VW bus,
1: <laughs> and had brothers.
0: So, and he had brothers that would that would follow him well into the Great Crusade. Yes, which he was allowed to
1: keep for some reason.
0: Yes, because Wolfman.
1: Yes, Wolfman
0: got to keep his wolf boys, but Angron didn't yes. get to keep his friends. <laughs> We're gonna get to Angron and, and Lehman Rust in a couple of minutes. Don't don't you worry about that, because <laughs> there is some tension. I would assume um, so. Yes. So, um, Lehman, like the other Primarchs, would eventually become king of all Fenris. Um, he would eventually, you know, once being literally raised by wolves, he would eventually find people, mm-hmm. and he would be quickly named the king of the planet, because I would, too, if I'm <laughs> gonna be completely honest. I, yeah, he's scary. Yeah.
1: Um, I'd just like to point out that they found him because he, 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 the wolves invaded a city yeah, yeah. and then Lehman Russ covered their retreat so that all of the wolves who went in went out yeah. and so they brought crazy wolf boy tied and bound to their king right. who saw this giant terrifying wolf man screaming and snarling and was like yeah I like this one keep him that's my new son yes
0: give him a crown
1: <laughs> I will raise him yeah. as if he
0: were my own boy wouldn't you though For for fear of your own life, raise him as your own child. A
1: good point, yeah. I mean, once you have giant... This... Lehman Russ, again, was
0: raised by something the size of a VW bus. He was... He weaponized wolf packs. Yes. Like, he literally did the thing that we all dreamed about when we were fucking, like, six years old. He made an army out of wolves. Yes. So... The size of literal fucking semi-trucks. Like... (laughs)
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so it's assumed that what was it that we said back in uh, back in the Dark Angels video? Leman Russ showed up and basically King Thangu was just like, "I win." Yep. I win. Th- this is my son. I win now.
0: Yep. Exactly. <laughs> just like Luther adopting uh, the lion and quickly defeating all of the other orders, um, the king of Fenris with Lehman Russ as his boy. Uh, quickly assimilated the rest of the fucking planet. Yes. Um. So, now that we talked a little bit about his adoption and his raising as part wolf, part man, man, mm-hmm. um, we'll talk about the Emperor. Yeah. And uh, the Emperor eventually arrived, um, but he didn't show up in force like he did with the Lion, and uh, this was more subtle on the Emperor's part, and it's interesting yeah. that the Emperor approached Lehman in this way, because It takes. For all the fucking talk that the Emperor was a bad father, which of course he was, but. um, When the Emperor wanted to impress people, he could. Yeah. uh, Undoubtedly. And this was definitely an effort in impressing fucking Lehman Russ, because it's weird the way the Emperor interacts with his sons, and you could see where he wants to maintain relationships. Yeah. When we talk about Angron in a couple episodes. We're going to literally talk about how the Emperor showed up, said, You're with me now, boy. And then drove off, leaving the, uh, the Emperor's friends to die. Yeah. There was no fucking yeah. cordialness. There was no interaction. It was fucking... It was like we talked about with um, Jagged Icon. Just I'm here now. with me... Yeah. Just, it's either I'm you're with now. me or you're fucking dead. You're yeah. dust. So, make a choice. But with Lehman Russ, there was more empathy. There was more uh, relativeness yeah. Ex- expressed. Yeah. So, let's talk about the three challenges. Yes. So the Emperor shows up on Fenris, disguised as fucking a some dude. guy. Like, just a dude. And he challenges Russ to some games. Yeah. To some contests. Yeah. And whoever won uh would be the fucking the other's bitch. Like you're yeah. gonna you're gonna be my boy. Yeah. And Russ was fucking he's fucking 12 feet tall. Of course he's gonna accept. And beat out this little little, little man. Uh, and the, the order of the challenges always confuses me. Um, um, the first one was a drinking challenge. Okay. Wait, no, the first one was an eating challenge,
1: which the Emperor lost.
0: Which the Emperor lost.
1: By sheer physics. Yes. Because a 12-foot man has big stomach. Right. The second challenge was a drinking contest, which the Emperor also lost, because huh. apparently... Um, millennia of living does not, millennia of living as several religious figures, does not, in fact, improve your alcohol tolerance. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. The third challenge was that Lehman Russ said that he would beat the Emperor in combat. Right. And the Emperor, it says after hours of fighting, the Emperor eventually defeated Russ.
0: Yeah. And then he russ was fucking like confused as shit right Yeah. and then the emperor fucking threw away his, his threw off his brown cloak and he was like behold i am now 16 feet tall and shiny and shiny <laughs> and then russ was like all right yeah cool fuck it <laughs> and uh he yeah. now he realized that it was his dad Yeah. and they all got along great yeah and he and met horus as all and the then he met horus I remember reading it for... I can't forget. It might have been Moloch, the book Moloch. Uh, I can't remember which book it was. Could have been The Vendril Spirit. um, Or the one that's after that one. I don't fucking know. But it talks about, from Horace's point of view, the interaction with Lehman Russ. And Lehman Russ didn't even know how to speak. Like, in in Gothic. Mm -hmm. And, um... Like, it it talked about, like, the fucking the adaptability of Primarchs, because just from one conversation, Lehman Russ visibly or audibly learned the accent, learned the language just from one conversation. That's how fucking hyper-intelligent these people are. And, um, and how he was literally a savage, like yeah. still dressed in like wolf pelts and shit. Yeah. And Russ and Horace, fucking Horace, was like, I kind of like you, um, but also, if we ever fight, I'm gonna murder the shit out of you. And Lehman Rust was like, you could fucking try. And that was... Foreshadowing. Yes. Because we would later see the two of them fight. We're gonna get into that later. Yep. Um, so let's talk about the Great Crusade now. So, the Emperor and Lehman Rust were reunited. Uh, Lehman Rust was introduced to his his boys, this, uh, the Space Wolves. Yes. Um we talk about the Space Wolves pre-Crusade
1: briefly? Because apparently they did not, the Space Wolves, were not unleashed upon the regular solar system. Oh, interesting. So, the 4th Legion, before they were just called the 4th Legion before. The VI, the 4th Legion, which was made up in... Oh, the 6th, yes. I... I... I don't do Roman numerals. Yeah, the sixth legion, and they were—it was a bunch. They were—they're were basically just a group of maniacs from yeah. Earth. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: You're not far off. Yeah. And, and so they were not used on most of the Unification Wars and the sol- and the conquering of the solar system. Because they, the yeah, they, they were too fucking. Yeah, they were just insane. Much. And so. Yeah. <laughs> About uh, 10 years into the Great Crusade, the Sixth Legion was unleashed onto ah. the wider galaxy. Those poor motherfuckers. And uh, blah 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 the Legion, within the first, the first chapter master, Enoch Rathvin, initiated a vicious assault upon the planet of Delzvan. Under the... um, So the gist of it is, they gained this reputation of being essentially horrifying psychomaniacs.
0: Yes. With the... And this, this would... This would persist. not stop. <laughs> this would not go away. Yes. This does not let's, stop. They just become Viking-flavored. <laughs> the whole fucking mutation present in the, the... What is it called? The Canix... The Canis the, Helix. The Canis Helix. So... Fucking space wolves and their goddamn names. <laughs> um, basically, there's a rare mutation that happens with the uh, when the gene seed is introduced to a uh, an aspirant, where sometimes they turn into a werewolf, <laughs> and um, they go fucking crazy. First yes. off, then they grow hair all over their body. Yes. Then their nails and their teeth, and then their fucking mind go away, yeah. and uh, then they're chained basically together, mm-hmm. and they're formed like, like, ad hoc units of Wolfen, and just like, um... Like attack dogs. No, they're basically attack dogs. Yeah. They're advanced scouts. Like, um, I'm thinking, oh, the, uh, Black Rage. Like, the Blood Angels yeah. and their death the, and their death companies? Yeah. This, that's basically what the Wolfen were. They were fucking, like, roided up werewolves sent yeah. into battle. Only, like, when shit was hitting the fan, though. Yeah. Like, they wouldn't just release these fuckers, cause yeah. they go fucking crazy.
1: It's less about, like, we need the tactical implementation, more just, like, put them there and then get everything you want to survive
0: out of the way. Yes, because it will get murdered. Yes. 100%. It'll get its throat ripped out. Yes. Uh, so we mentioned uh, Angron and Lehman Russ's um, relationship. Flyholding. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about where that stems, uh, and in doing so we are going to talk about the only recorded incident of Astartes-on-Astartes on, Astartes on Space, uh, space Marines vs. Space Marine combat before the Horus Heresy. So, Angron, for those of you who don't know, is fucking crazy, and his sons are also fucking crazy, and they had these things jammed in their fucking brains called the butcher's nails and they would pump these fuckers up with fucking adrenaline and rage-inducing chemicals until they were frothing at the mouth, blood-matted berserkers. Yes. And the emperor didn't like this very much. So he sent his boy, the emperor's executioner, to tell the fucking world leaders to stop putting these fucking nails in their brains. <laughs> and Lemurus would lead his boys the space wolves to um, slap Angron on the hand a little bit (laughs) and to make him and to convince him that he needs to stop putting nails in his son's brains. And Angron got very fucking angry.
1: As he does
0: all the time. And they would fucking fight and a lot of motherfuckers would die. Angron thought he won because he killed more space wolves than he lost world eaters. Meanwhile, Lehman Russ had literally backed Angron into an unescapable position where he was going to die. And Angron's like, I beat you, motherfucker. What are you going to do about it? You going to cry? You going to cry to your little wolves? You little wolf boy? And Lehman Russ told Angron, like, twice. Like, you need to fucking stop fighting or you're going to fucking die. And... Angron, being Angron, mm-hmm. had a problem to this. And um yeah. So they fought, Lehman Russ and Angron. Mm-hmm. Uh Lehman Russ kicked in fucking Angron's teeth, if I'm not if I'm not incorrect. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, that was it. And then the 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 situation kinda just went away. Okay. This uh, was cool. No, continue. I was just going to say, this is called the Night of the Wolf, Right. and it was literally the only recorded instance of Civil War before the actual Civil War, the oh, war of heresy.
1: Here's my question, if yes. Leman Russ is the Emperor's executioner, what yes. does that make Engron?
0: The Emperor's retarded baby. <laughs> <laughs> Engron is what we have, what we call anger issues in <laughs> Well, we
1: we'll would assume, yes. His name is, in fact, Angron. Angron,
0: yes, is literally his name. Yeah, that no, seems Angron... redundant
1: from a purely yeah. tactical standpoint. Just, <laughs> I'm gonna have this designated Viking wolf boy. I'm gonna call him my executioner. What about this well, army of dudes that exist to literally just be angry, froth the mouth, and kill things with chain axes?
0: Yeah, uh, well, we just so, have
1: them. They're just here.
0: From a story point. From a storytelling point of view it makes sense. Yes. Because the um the Horus Heresy is full of counterbalances. Yeah. So when they're writing this shit, when Black Library and Games Workshop is creating all this lore and shit, they need they need counters. They yeah. need punches and counter punches. Yeah. So obviously Angron and the world leaders turned to Khorne, the god of blood and rage and death yeah. and all that. Uh they needed something else on the loyalist side to counter this. Yeah. And so we have the space wolves. So yeah. we're not somehow, but they are berserkers ish. Yes. Um, the Thornian heresy, obviously, on the other hand, is the uh, alternate timeline that was written by a fan. Yes. It's the op- a- it's the actual opposite. And this timeline, Lehman Rust her- falls to corn, and Angron stays loyalist. Um, I love alternate theories and shit like that. Yeah, the Heresy um, is very good is a fucking amazing big shout out to 40k theories and creating that four hour long video it's fucking amazing yes uh if you haven't listened to it please go listen to it show them some love tell them we sent you for all fucking six of you that listen to this (laughs) (laughs) um but like we see this duality the the counter uh the balance counterbalance um we see this with the imperial fists and the world and the uh iron warriors we see this with the white scars and uh Whoever else is fast, we see this with the Alpha Legion and the Raven Guard. You know, <laughs> the other insert fast Legion, I suppose. The, the Death Guard, I guess, technically. Eh, not I've really. They're troops? fast, yeah, no, maybe. <laughs> and moving on. <laughs> yeah. Not me. Not me disproving my own point or anything. Yes. Anyway. So, let's talk about the Horus Heresy. Yeah. Let's talk about the Horus Heresy. So, where was Lehman Russ during the start of the Horus Heresy? Well, invisible person who sounds a lot like me that just asked that question to me. (laughs) Um, Lehman Russ was punching Magnus' spine out. (laughs) That's (laughs) where he was. Yes.
1: (laughs) So, So... Never mind, you can explain.
0: Okay. The Council of Nikea. We talked about it with Jagged Icon, yes. and I believe so, right? Yes. Uh, it's not just in my head? Okay. Yes, we did. Um, Yes. So, after the Council of Nikea, uh, Magnus the Red was put on blast mm-hmm. for using psychic powers when he wasn't supposed to. Yeah. Well, after the Council of Nikea, Magnus got word, figured out, that Horus uh, was going to betray the Emperor. Mm-hmm. So, in doing so, he... He made this huge ass ritual, uh, in which he traveled etherically to Terra, into the Emperor's throne room, uh, to warn him about Harris's be- uh, Horace's betrayal, and the Emperor didn't fucking like this. Yes, and because he had to Lehman...
1: knock over the Emperor's super secret space webway project to do it.
0: Yeah, well, everything's Magnus' fault. We can yes. as- we can agree on that. Yeah. Magnus did everything wrong. Fuck, fuck, fuck you. Fuck you who's typing right now. I could hear you. (laughs) Um, (laughs) so... (laughs) Uh, so the Emperor sent Lehman Russ to go bring Magnus back for basically a trial. Yeah. Uh, in chains. He was supposed to bring Magnus back in chains. And alive. and And alive and totally not dead. In chains. Not dead. Um, and then, uh... Lehman Rust was like, alright, cool, I'll be right back. And, and on the way over to Prospero, the Thousand Suns homeworld, um, Horus was like, oh, bro, Lehman, it's your boy, Horus, here. Um, listen, I just got a call from Dad. Uh, he said you need to murder our brother Magnus. Uh, never mind about that old chain shit. Um, totally don't verify this information. Uh, goodbye. And Lehman Russ was like, alright, cool, I guess I'm gonna fucking murder Magnus, though. <laughs> And goes off and fucking storms Prospero. He does. (laughs) It's
1: not really so much the burning of Prospero so much as it is (laughs) the glassing of Prospero. Yes. Yes. The space wolves. in the space wolves go down there and manually, shot by
0: shot, stab by stab, glass a planet. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Um, Lehman Russ and the Space Wolves deploy in force the entirety of the Legion uh, on Prospero. Wol- Wolfen included, fucking all of them. Sisters of Silence and Custodies all deploy on fucking Prospero yeah. to uh, to murder Magnus. Yeah. Which, hold on, let's just talk about this real quick. The Custodians. Yes. The Custodian card. The Emperor's Boys. Like, literally, the Emperor's Boys. His most favoriteest uh, boy. Heard Horace say we need to kill Magnus. Not even, hold on, hold on, let's rewind this a little bit. It wasn't even the custodians. I'm correct me if I'm wrong. Constantine Valdor was with fucking Russ on on this expedition.
1: Hold on. Please fact check me. Okay, hold on. I need to know. This is important. Constantine Valdor, yes! Yes, he was! The Constantine Constantine Valdor
0: The Captain General of the Custodian Guard since the fucking beginning was with Russ and heard Horace say Hey boy, you need to murder Magnus? Never mind what the Emperor said Did not even question Are you fucking with me? (laughs) He was just like Uh, sure, yeah
1: Well I have a counter I have a counter proposal
0: okay uh, magnus was a nerd magnus was a nerd this yes. is confirmed and did th- it had already i thought that spec- was it i thought that was your point Just no no, no that's that, nerd. That, that
1: that is point one of two <laughs> okay point one is that magnus lehman the sisters of battle all of them really wanted to beat on some nerd yep yep point two which is less less memular. okay um the Emperor kind of has his... Emperor, throughout history, has exhibited this kind of zero-tolerance policy for psychers that are not him or under his yeah, direct fair. control.
0: Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: Valdor... So, the Sisters of Battle are going to follow Valdor to the end of the Earth and back because he's Constantine yeah. Valdor, big, giant, ultra-giga-chad yeah. leader of yep. the Custodes. And Valdor knows... That the Emperor can be temperamental about things. Right. And so it is assumed that because the Emperor... What, it is assumed that because the Emperor's super-secret webway project was destroyed, that of course the Emperor's going to change his mind about it and be mercurial. It's not his place to question whether or not this makes sense. He's supposed to go and do what the Emperor says. And also, it's Horus. Right. Yeah, everyone loves Horus by this point. Yeah, you aren't wrong. He's the emperor's favorite. It is at this we can assume at this point that Constantine Valdor can trust Horus just as much as the emperor does, because he. It's assumed that the emperor and Constantine Valdor were reasonably in reasonable proximity when the Great Crusade started. Right. So it could be assumed that Constantine Valdor has seen Horus in action. Has seen the kind no. ...thinks he knows the kind of person Horus is... ...and believes Horus... ...just as much as the Emperor would believe Horus... ...and everyone else would believe Horus. So he's... Yeah. So when Horus... ...Horus Lupercal, the Emperor's favorite boy... ...the Emperor's favorite son... ...the only one whose name the Emperor will consistently remember... <laughs> ...shows up and says... ...oh hey, uh, the Emperor changed his mind... ...and... Constantine is just gonna be like... ...well... Horus said so, and we know how he is. Oh, well, it's time to go glass a planet.
0: (laughs) You're uh, go killin' again. (laughs)
1: That's about the size of it, yeah.
0: Right, so, in the course of this battle, Lehman Russ challenges Magnus to a duel. Now, Magnus, um, for being such a fucking nerd, kind of deserved this, but whatever. Anyway, um, he was not an incapable fighter? Yeah. Obviously, he was a Primarch. Yes. Uh, who had space magic. Yes. So, like, he put up a fight, for sure. Yeah. But he it, punched out one of Lehman's hearts, I do believe. <laughs> but it is, like, um, the difference between, like, a
1: fighter caster and just a hard fighter.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Just now, this is, all like, of this his is points. literally...
0: Yeah. All of his points into strength. <laughs> right. Right. Like, not even a fucking joke. Yeah. Um, so... I don't know if we're all the same level of nerds, but I'm sure we've all seen the Nolan Dark Knight movies. Yeah. Um, there's a scene where Bane goes, "You were, fu- I was forged by the darkness," and basically breaks Batman's spine yes. over his knee. Right? Yes. That's what Lehman did to Magnus. Yes. He literally shatters Magnus's spine yes. over his knee, and. Um, yeah, Magnus doesn't really recover from that ever. <laughs> I um, mean how can you? His physical body is kinda destroyed after this. <laughs> um Yeah, we're gonna get to Magnus in whenever his episode is. Yeah. I think they're the fifteenth Legion. Yeah. I could be wrong. They're
1: way down there in the list.
0: Yeah, we'll talk about that fucking nerd some other time. Moving yeah. on. Um the Space Wolves would fight the um the Alpha Legion. Yeah. Uh, they would fight, um... Alpharius, maybe. They would... Question mark. Yes. Um, but they would also fight the, um... Uh, the Luna Wolves, the Sons of Horus. That's what they're called at the end. Um, and Lehman Rust would personally fight, um, Horus Mm Lupercal on his way to Terra. And it's this really interesting book I didn't really read, um, because I was bored as shit um just because of how much goddamn like bullshitting was going on. But well, basically a lot of stuff. Garviel Loken Um We'll get to him when we talk about the Emperor uh not the Emperor. But what's his name? Horus, Horus Boys. That that's his name. Um Garfield Loken, betrayed by the Sons of Horus, comes back, kinda dies, comes back to life. He doesn't really die. He's he was just hiding. He became Cerberus and then a night errant and we're gonna talk about all that shit later. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, he led a strike team onto the Vengeful Spirit, the um, the flagship of the Sons of Horus, where yeah. Horus was was all like chilling. Yeah. Um, and they basically would clear the way for the Space Wolves to launch a fucking lightning raid on the Vengeful Spirit. Right. And they invaded the fucking Vengeful Spirit. It was cool shit. Uh, it's the only part of the book I paid attention to. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, Lehman Russ went fucking toe to toe with Horus yeah. uh, he injures Horus mm-hmm. and right as Lehman Russ had Horus at his mercy as he was going to deliver the killing blow he didn't and the reason for this is whatever you really want to say he had a moment of compassion he uh, felt the, 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 la- the laughter of thirsting gods whatever 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 but the point is Lehman Russ did not deliver that killing stroke, and but he did wound Horus substantially, yes. so much so that Horus would later um, kind of almost die ah. uh, from this wound that he left him. Right. Uh, Lehman Russ was definitely a capable fighter, but at this point Horus was all warped up on, or hyped up on Warp Juice. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he would fight the Space Wolf. He he was the Space Wolf. He would fight the Alpha Legion, who might have been Space Wolves. We don't fucking know. Yeah. Uh, the Alpha Legion's one big fucking question mark. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) so the Space Wolves were fucking way out there. They were being held up by the Alpha Legion and the Sons of Horus the whole time. They were not on... They were not close to Terra Mm -hmm. during the battle. But they would eventually get there at the end of the siege when the, um... The Dark Angels and the Ultramarines showed up. Yep. Uh, Rust was there as well. And he would lead uh, the Great Scouring. Because yeah. um, he was pissed off, understandably. Yes. Because um, he yeah. didn't
1: get to be in the big fight. Yeah. He also yeah. said at the end that he was going to just go away somewhere and return. At the wolf time, when the great wolf <laughs> howls at about half-past wolf o'clock in a quarter to wolf. howl, I ah, woo, And then... Wolf,
0: wolf boys unite.
1: Yes. And then he left his sword, well, he left the fang, and which yeah. is the name of their fortress monastery. And he left... And he took his mo- his best boys except for Bjorn the Fellhand, who is yeah. now one of the oldest walking Dreadnoughts ever.
0: Yeah, and he wasn't even a Dreadnought for the whole time. He was just really fucking old, and then he got turned into a Dreadnought, like, during the second Black Crusade. Ah. Uh. Um, yeah, so... Um, yeah, so, like he said, Lehman Russ kind of just walks off. He disappears into the Eye of Terror. Uh-huh. Um, for a bunch of maybe reasons. Uh, mm-hmm. One theory is that he's looking for uh, Lionel Johnson. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's looking the wrong fucking way, by the way. <laughs> um, <laughs> others is that he's looking for a, um, a cure for the Emperor to bring him back to life mm-hmm. after he was interned on the Golden Throne. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much the theories. Uh, we'll probably see Lehman Russ sooner rather than later. Yeah. Uh, I My theory is that he's going to be the second No, the fourth Primarch to return Hmm. after um, the Lion, who is all but confirmed to return Mm -hmm. since the book Luther came out, Mm -hmm. Um, the uh, Jagged Icon, uh, Roald Dorn, and then uh, Russ, I think.
1: So is nobody who, so nobody who we, as long as we didn't explicitly see them die, then they're not dead. Yes, And even that's impossible, because as we have yep. seen, there can be-
0: the Primarchs can be cloned almost exactly. Yes, but it depends, because, like, in the cases of Horus's clone, he didn't have a soul, because mm-hmm. the Emperor fucking Kamehameha-ded out of existence. Yes. Um. So, like, it wasn't exactly Horus, like, it obviously wasn't even a fraction of the power of Horus, because Abaddon fucking ripped his spine out. Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah, it's it's just not the same.
1: Yeah. I like Um, how one of the quotes from Lehman Russ is, Do not underestimate the Squats. (laughs) (laughs) They survived for millions of (laughs) millennia, cut off from the Imperium, and assaulted from all sides. Their determination and resilience is an example to all. Of course, Viking Man likes
0: dwarves. Yep. Yeah, we don't talk about Squats here. Sorry. Squats are uh, (laughs) a redacted subject. Sorry. (laughs) Anyway, Bjorn. Bjorn the Fell-Handed. Yes. Yeah, he's real old. Uh, yeah. He's in a <laughs> he was elected Primark wheelchair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bjorn was the oldest living Space Wolf. Is the oldest living Space Wolf. mm mm-hmm. Technically. Uh, technically. Um... Yeah. He was, uh, elected the Great Wolf. hmm Um... I think he was the first Chapter Master of the Space Wolves after the Second Founding. Um... Which was when the chapter, the legions all got divided into chapters during the Codex Astartes. Um, He was injured and yeah. put in injured fucking severely and yeah. put in um, a dreadnought, and he was put to sleep. And the way dreadnoughts work is that the more time you spend awake, the more time you are. What's the Decay? what's the phrase? Decaying dead inside. Yes. You're not so much decaying, like, you're not rotting away, but like, you are more and more a machine. Mm-hmm. So the idea is to keep them as sleeping as long as possible and only waking them up when you need it. Mm-hmm. Well, there was an incident where Magnus the Red invaded Fenris to kind of mm-hmm. get back for Prospero. Yeah. And they woke up um, Bjorn as mm-hmm. a dreadnought, and Bjorn fucked them up. Almost single-handedly. Like, fucking, like, decimated the uh, Assaulting Thousand Suns. It was it's... badass. Yeah, so, um, the uh, Space Wolves would lead several great hunts, they called, to search for, um, Lehman Russ. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they have not found them yet. Um, they think he's coming back soon. Mm-hmm. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. Mm-hmm. Uh, Loken Grimnar is the current Great Wolf, uh, and his Wolf Lords are his lieutenants, and they all ride Wolf, wolf Hounds, and mm-hmm. the Wolf Hounds have Wolf Pets, and the Pets have Wolves, and the Wolf Wolf, wolf yes.
1: Wolves. They're giant super furries, is what we're saying. In every wolves. sense of
0: the word. Oh, let's talk about Rune Priests. Yes. <clears throat> so, we talked about that a little bit last episode with Jagged Icon and the Storm Seers, but Rune Priests. Uh, much like Stormseers, harness the elemental powers of their... of the Immaterium. Yes. And they thought, m- mistakenly, that their power came from the animalistic nature of their planet. Yeah. It didn't. Yeah. Um, but go off, sis. That's fine. <laughs> um, the Rune priests. Um. Hmm, there is one Rune Priest mm-hmm. who I... I wanted to talk about. Uh, his name was uh, Weird Mick, Weird Uth Uthrar Weird. I I don't work at IKEA. I can't pronounce these fucking names. Hold on. Anyway, spell it. I need to type it into I can't fucking spell that shit. Are you kidding me? Cool. We're
1: we're
0: gonna go, we're gonna go off that Uth Weird Mick. Yes. If you know who I'm talking about, you know who I'm talking about. Cool. He was anyway. He was paired up with. Azic Araman, the mm-hmm. first captain and chief librarian of the Thousand Suns, Yes. Uh, before the burning of Prospero. Mm-hmm. And Araman like, would, like, teach uh, this storm rune priest about, like, the ways of the warp and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And all the while, he was just nodding along, like, Yeah, 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 definitely, that's really cool, that's really cool. Anyway, during the Council of Nikea, this motherfucker was called to the stand and was like, and the Emperor was like, Hey, you witnessed some weird shit happening with the Thousand Suns sorcerers, right? And he was like, yeah, fuck yeah!" They summoned demons. They summoned literal demons into this world and called them pets. And Ar- Araman was like, "Ooh, you bastard!" <laughs> and anyway, he was a piece of shit. Whatever. <laughs> I fucking hate space wolves. They're just I just want to point out.
1: Um, I want to bring up my previous map, me- what we mentioned before with the uh, what was it when we talked about when we compared the storm seers to the rune priests and yeah. how the priests believe that their powers come from the planet. Yes. Uh, which is not true. Right. But then I feel like, again, as long as we're discussing the cultural influences of the planet of Fenris, um, the whole... This, the space wolves that become space wolves at all become space wolves because they believe that... Because they're very good at hitting things. And very yes. good at... They're conquerors. So it's assumed that the reason they have this kind of we conquer the forces of the planet. We're not like those other guys. We're amazing and awesome and we have control all the time because they believe that by ha- by they're not harnessing powers. They're conquering powers and they're like right. ma- they're manipulating this force as opposed to like the storm seers who believe at it's like we're using, we're not, the power is not ours, this is light, we're, we're taking lightning, grabbing it out of the sky and throwing it at people, as opposed right. to the Rune Priests, which are like, we, through our sheer badass viking-tude, grab the power of the earth and we make it do what we want it to do. Yeah. Which is the same kind of haughty attitude that the Thousand Suns had. Yeah, of yeah like, you aren't wrong. Yeah. And so that's why the Stormseers are the best Imperial psychers.
0: Yeah, the Stormseers are the Rune priests. The Stormseers. I would say Stormseers. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Also, yeah. I'm scrolling through just
1: the notable events on Lexicanum, and it mentions something just called the Great Shame. No. Huh. The uh, hold up. Um, Wolf, the months of shame, where after Armageddon. They tried to protect civilians from the armageddon conflict and oh, they were in a oh, cold war uh, with the inquisition for the, a while the,
0: with the gray knives yes yes okay yeah we could talk about this cool. so after the horus heresy ended mm-hmm. the space wolves were tired of being seen as blood matter and berserkers mm-hmm. and they actually started to care about people yeah strange I don't like them either. Um, obviously, I record a fucking 40k podcast. What Do you think I'm a people person? No. <coughs> I mean, think about it. Space
1: wolves are Vikings. And as we all yes. know, Vikings like to party. You need True. small people to play the instruments
0: and serve <laughs> you the beer. Yes, yes. Oh, talk about the mirror. Talk about the beer. Yes. Mjol. Go ahead. <laughs> yes.
1: Space marines have very powerful by a lot, very powerful livers. And many other internal systems that don't allow them to get drunk. To counteract this, the Space Wolves invented... yode. I don't know how to pronounce it. There's a slice through the... oh. <laughs> it is distilled from horribly poisonous plants that yeah. will eat through the liver of the, the, the insides period of a lesser human being.
0: They say one person can take like half a sip. Yes. Before it
1: becomes literally lethal. Yes. Space wolves down this stuff in gallons. And it's the only way... It neutralizes the abilities of an organ called the ulytic kidney. And it allows them to feel any kind of drunk. It's the only way they can get drunk, by essentially drinking ultimate super rat poison. Leave it to the fucking space wolves to make...
0: Astarte's alcohol. Yes, and anyway, what
1: it says, not even really good alcohol. It's just beer. No, it's so-
0: not. It sounds like literal petrol. Yes, if I'm gonna be completely honest. Um, so like, we talked about it. We mentioned it.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, the space Wolves is like people now for some reason, and um, there was the a couple wars fought on the planet of Armageddon. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple really good books written about it. Yeah. Um, but after one of the uh events of the book of the the wars um angron in demon form would Mm -hmm. come and try to conquer the world Mm -hmm. and the steel legion normal people uh spat in his eyes Mm -hmm. and um send him back to hell Mm -hmm. and the space wolves were here obviously Mm -hmm. and the gray knights following the the protocol of the inquisition wanted to sterilize the population of the planet right and forced them into labor camps right. to work until they all died. Yes. Died off, because that's how you got rid of the taint of chaos. Yeah. So, in order to make sure that these people, these normal fucking people, who weren't even on the same hemisphere, um... Who fought uh,
1: as the people who straight up fought Angron. Yeah. To death. To death, yep. And kicked him back to hell. Yeah. Uh, the result, Um, the decision, the Inquisition made was uh, um, ethnic cleansing.
0: Yep, exactly. Yep, straight out of a fucking yep. It's it's fucking yep. The Inquisition are cartoon villains. Yes, consistently. Um, so the Space Wolves said, "Hey, maybe let's not murder all of these innocent people who just Mm -hmm. fought side by side with us." Yeah, and. Uh, the Inquisition said, what are you gonna do, fight us? And the the fucking Space Wolves were like, yes (laughs) that's exactly what we're gonna do. And so the Inquisition sent the Grey Knights Mm -hmm. and the Space Wolves, and they just kinda fucking, like, escalated this conflict and Mm -hmm. escalated it, and there was almost another fucking civil war. (coughs) Excuse me. And then (laughs) the fucking Grey Knights backed down, the people were allowed to live, and the space wolf said, all right, good job. <laughs> Just like, he's like, we're going to kill these people. You can't kill
1: these people. We think they fight good. Yep. <laughs> Thus, civil war almost happened.
0: Almost happened again. Yeah. There's For a, a lot third of, time. Yeah, there's a lot
1: of repetitions of the word wolf.
0: Yes. Um they do like their wolf 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 woof wolf woof wolf woof wolf wolf. The hunt for the
1: wolf The Wolfman Return from the Eye of Terror? Yeah. Does that mean that they just kinda were like, We have a bunch of we have a bunch of giant ultimate super mutant werewolves that we don't know what to do with. Throw them into the giant chaos hole. If they we'll we'll see what happens.
0: Yep. Brilliant. It it probably did something. <laughs> hey, if you follow the um, the lore of the if the Emperor had a Texas speech device, um, the Space Wolves and their many many wolf accoutrements mm-hmm. are um, are, are are in good good luck because William Russ is kicking it alive. Yeah, and he's doing shit. He's terrorizing villages in the fucking <laughs> Eye of Terror. He's terrorizing <laughs> the demonic villages and shit.
1: Well, that sounds about right.
0: <laughs> yeah, which is probably honest to God what he's doing. Yeah. So we have. Jagged Eye in the webway. We have, uh, Lehman Russ in the the Eye of Terror. We have the Lionel Johnson literally sleeping. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the Primarchs are really putting in work. Yeah. Right about now. Yeah. Good yep. job for them. Also, uh, I like how their folks, sh- like. <clears throat>
1: Though undeniably loyal to the Emperor, the Space Wolves are known for their fiercely anti-authoritarian behavior, despite having their Primarch be known as the Emperor's Executioner. Yes. And being the legion that the Emperor would send to glass planets that disagreed with him.
0: Yep. Consistently.
1: So they went from that to just kind of angry drunk people.
0: Yep. <laughs> And that's pretty much where they stand today. They are yeah. just angry drunk people who don't like peop- who don't like bullies despite it's essentially being the Space Wolves. Despite, despite, being, despite li- being literal space vikings. Yes. And also bullies. Yes.
1: They apparently apply great attention to planning.
0: Fucking okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I want to read another quote from Lehman Russ because it kind of exemplifies how Lehman Russ went from like angry wolf just being a larger, scarier version of the kid who growls at you. Yes. To a legitimate military leader. Because all of his quotes are very eloquent and fancy.
0: Yes. So I just well, want he to- He was pick... a Primarch.
1: Yes. I just want to pick a random quote here. To emphasize this man was raised by wolves. Wolves that he got to keep throughout a better part of the crusade do we know what happens to them or do they just die at some point
0: um I think one of them dies during the burning of Prospero ah. <laughs> it could be incorrect though Magnus <laughs> killed one of Lehman Russ's um, dog yeah. brothers that's what I thought I think happened yes
1: so Lehman Russ started life as like a snarling vi- as a snarling dog person then he became a Viking and then he says things like <clears throat> I will now read the speech oh, I will now read his last words. Listen closely, brothers. For my life's for my life's breath is all but spent. There shall come a time for us, far from now, when our ch- chapter itself is dying, even as I am now dying, and our forces shall gather to dest- foes shall gather to destroy us. Then, my children, I shall listen for your call in whatever realm of death holds me, and come I shall, no matter what the laws of life and death forbid. At the end, I will be there for the final battle, for the wolf time. I like you took... how you
0: transitioned from normal to fucking Swedish IKEA employee <laughs> to fucking normal again.
1: I tried, man. I tried. I don't have. I I I I tried to reach the greatness of the great Zorn the Bear, but I cannot.
0: Y- yeah, we're we're nowhere near him. Yes, Zorn. I'm um, sorry, man. Yeah.
1: The only primarchs that I feel like I can do are the ones that no one has voiced already.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And Angron... also, can we
0: just talk? Can we just talk about how, yeah, we could do Angrod fine, um, can we just talk about how, um, the TTS version of Corvus Corax literally sounds like Nicolas Cage?
1: I, I love that so much.
0: <laughs> it's just, I swear to god, I thought they got Nicolas Cage to voice these fucking lines, because it's just so like, is that fucking Nicolas Cage? Like, <laughs> if you don't listen to TTS, please listen to TTS. Fucking Alpha Bus- Busa deserves all the fucking praise in the galaxy. Yes. And you'll, you'll learn more about Leeman Russ, because they talk about all the wolf shit, I think. Yes. In one of the episodes where uh, not Kitten uh, recites it all to uh, the Emperor. Yes. So I have please, a please, please watch. Is Kitten yeah.
1: technically Valdor or is that someone else?
0: Mm, theory. That's a theory. Um, most likely not. Um, but, fun fact Valdor is alive. It's confirmed. He's currently alive in the forty-first millennium, forty-second millennium, whatever millennium we are. Well, I don't really think uh, you can
1: kill Constantine Valdor, the no, ultimate
0: no, king, no. the primeval custodius.
1: Con-
0: the only way Constantine Valdor is gonna fucking die is when he accepts death. <laughs> because this motherfucker has literally been alive for, at this point, about twelve thousand years. Because he was there during the unification. Yeah which was in the 30-ish millennium, 30th millennium-ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's the 42nd now, and he's confirmed to be alive, yeah. more or less. Uh, I think the a cool primarchs,
1: boy. I mean, the custodians would be functionally immortal, where they don't die yes. unless you kill them. Yeah. And then there's yeah. Constantine Valdor, who is the biggest and most ultimate custodian.
0: He's literally the size of a primarch. Yeah
1: and you can tell the, the, you can tell who's the
0: most important person in the empire yes.
1: because they're tall. Yep.
0: yep. <coughs> because of their size, because of their because of their girth some might say. All right, on that very heretical note, I yeah. think it's time to stop talking about this wolf boy.
1: Yeah. Right now we are both messes of allergies and pain, so I'm surprised yes. we we're this consistent.
0: <laughs> it is that time of the year. Yeah. Uh, so next episode, we are talking about number seven, who is, I believe, Rogel Dorn. I am double-checking this because I don't like being wrong.
1: Rogel Dorn. Yes. of the Imperial Fists, and basically just Ron Swanson, but somehow even more deadpan and unhappy.
0: Oh, (laughs) yes, I'm correct. It is Rogel Dorn of the Imperial Fists.
1: I will now proceed to overuse this voice. Oh, great. You're going to be hearing a great deal of this. Yes. It's going to be very, 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 very... We have one joke here,
0: and that is the (laughs) word (laughs) yes. (laughs) Yes. We do (laughs) only have very limited jokes here, so if you have any jokes for us that you want to throw our way that you don't mind us using, please email them to us at uh, thebattlebrothercast.gmail.com, uh, lines always he's open just give us shove us an email if you want to yes. just talk about how uh, your day went. Um, I'm very interested to know um, where are you listening from. Um, do you think my voice is sexy enough? Uh, I can change it. I can do. I can do lots of different voices. I can. I can get surgery if you think I should get surgery. Um,
1: Would you like, like for you me like... to do more Primark voices?
0: If you if, yeah, <laughs> ask ask Anesius <laughs> to, to do more Primark voices or to stop doing Primark voices. <laughs> We don't know. Give us your feedback. Both is acceptable. Both is acceptable. Uh, shoot us an email. Shoot us, uh, on Instagram, at the Battle Brother cast. We're also there. Yes. Um, f- fucking whatever, bro. Just don't. don't. If you don't even feel like it, just don't do it. I don't... You're an adult. Make your own decisions. Speak to us, us, please. <laughs> we need input. Yes. Um, so on that note, uh, next week, or er, Rogel Thorn, um... This has been Lehman Russ and the Space Wolves. Uh, any closing closing points? Uh,
1: Space Vikings, Space Vikings, power metal. Uh, I believe we've made all of our points here.
0: Yes, very good. Okay. Uh, everybody, have a good night, day, afternoon. Drive home. Drive to work, wherever you're listening from. Ave Imperator.
1: Ave Imperator.